Welcome to Testimony, a musician story. Heard at TestimonyStories.com and narrated by myself, Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Let's get started. You say you got a message for the people. Oh boy. College and treat everybody ape. Oh boy. Stay pure, say yourself to your wedding day. Oh boy. That's a good thing. He don't put a ring on it, then don't let him play. Oh boy. That's incomplete. That is not all people need. That does not make you unique. The state of his soul should be making you weak. Our message is more than a challenge. It's more than we're morally damaged. You should turn from your sin, cause he's coming again and eternity hangs in the balance. Almost two years ago, we told Flame's testimony. We discussed how a tragic car accident, the death of his grandmother, and discovering the cross movements in music helped to change the course of his life. At that time, he also released his seventh studio album, Royal Flush, under his record label, Clearsight Music. Since then, the label has made some changes. They said goodbye to pop artist V-Rose, and signed St. Louis rapper Mike Real. Let them know, let them know I had no sports goals. But when it came to women, the only thing they taught me was to score goals. And so I scored goals. Look at what you made me do. But now we in my Ford Pro. And where we going, Lord knows. Consequences. I wasn't thinking about the consequences. They celebrate you running through a bunch of daughters. But they never tell that to their sons and daughters. Lord, they lied to us. But I know someone who never lies Pre-existed before the earth and the curse No hearse, he will never die uh, And I just want to make him famous Oh, you too? Well, let him know, is that a stone? Now you speaking my language He's uh, a young artist from St. Louis That I grew up with uh, Really, just seeing him in the city Representing the Lord, doing good ministry Great art, everybody knows him in St. Louis So it was just the inevitable That we would work together eventually, so Everybody in the city is happy to see us collaborate and link up on the label tip. And uh, yeah, I just love rocking with him, man. Super creative, humble dude, focused, man, loves his wife. So it's a great combination. The goal from the beginning was to get V-Rose on a pop label, a label that could offer more resources than what we could because I'm a hip-hop artist. And we knew that from the jump. That's all I've ever done is hip-hop. But it was so much talent. Uh, she's such a great person. She loves the Lord. She's so focused on ministry, and, and she does great art. So we was like, man, let's take a risk because the world has to know about V-Rose. So we took a risk and, and put a lot of time, energy, and resources behind her. So just to see her taking off and flourishing, we couldn't be happier, man. So we're behind her 100%, just, you know, from top to bottom. So whatever she needs from us. She don't even got to ask. It's, it's just going to happen because that's the kind of friendship and relationship we have and that we still have. So, man, it was hard to see it happen, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it was beautiful because that's what we all talked about even from the beginning. Flame is known for being an evangelistic rapper. He always stands on the word while showing love. He has never wavered from discussing controversial topics like racism and homosexuality while including the gospel and displaying kindness— so what does he have to say to the Christian about the current state of America? God tells us that we need to be concerned about justice 
That's the reason why the Apostle Paul is pleading his case all the way up to Caesar. 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 Took a ride down for us here. Made a turn on how to pimp a butterfly. Lot of positivity coming through rhymes. Lot of frustration with today's times. I can appreciate social commentary. A message conveying more than the monetary. It's good to put money on homies' commissary. But it's some deeper gut is mama worried. Beautiful statements made about raising kids. Keep them from making the same mistakes we did. Teaching about taxes and how to manage money. Teaching about equity and investing money. How to deal with depression, youngest be going through it. And the post-traumatic stresses from life in the hood. Searching for solutions everywhere under the sun. Looking for a brighter day, but rejecting the sun. It's mayhem right now. It's um it's so much happening all at one time. It's overwhelming, it's exasperating. But at the same time, I think it's in God's wisdom. It's right where we need to be as an American culture and, and particularly for the Christians in America. And what I mean by that is I think as America secularizes and we move further away from transcendent reasoning, from focusing on God, incorporating a Christian paradigm for morality in our nation, like we're just seeing the consequences of that decision as we try to, you know, incorporate those things in law and policy in culture among the people and just fighting for autonomy. We just want to do what we want to do. We want to live how we want to live and we just want to be free. So I think we're experiencing the backlash of that idea and, and we're seeing it play out and the Christian has to be on deck. We have to be ready for the aftermath of all of these issues, whether it's racism and whether it's, you know, people confused about their, their racial identity, you know, uh, whether it's trying to strip away religious liberty, whether it's fighting for, you know, the Supreme Court ruling for same-sex marriage. All of these decisions will, will, won't yield the results that people are hoping for, though there are those out there that may misrepresent Jesus himself. They don't represent Jesus himself when they act out in ways that contradict him. So the church has to be ready for the aftermath with love, with kindness, and ultimately with the gospel. And we are sick and tired of this. We want justice. I know. We wonder will it ever end. I, I promise it will. But just know. You ain't got to have it just for time. You can have it for eternity. Lord knows we need good people changing policies. People in high position seeking equality. They pitch it to Forsett, trying to get to the outside. Chased by Casey. Forsett wins that one and takes it in. Touchdown, Ravens. What do you have in common with Ravens running back Justin Forsett? Or Cardinals linebacker Sam Acho? Like you? They're blasting CHH tracks pre-game to get hyped. You may never play in the NFL. Okay, okay, but you could have Madden 16. You serious, Clark? Yeah, we're serious. Tweet us at Musician Story and tell us what CHH songs get you hyped and tag a friend you can't wait to destroy in Madden 16. On August 5th, we'll announce one lucky winner at random. For rules and eligibility, please visit TestimonyStories.com slash contest. We gotta play football! It's a game that's happening today. Let's go. And now back to Flames, Testimony, 
a musician story. I mean, really, the greatest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody compares to him. Yeah, that's why I love him. Yeah. So many flavors come and taste it. Get wasted, faded, With racial tension in America being brought to the forefront through the use of modern technology, like cell phone videos and social media, it is becoming more evident that we are not living in the post-racial America the majority thought we were living in. Unfortunately, the body of Christ has also experienced a divide. But Flame has seen firsthand some of the positivity that has come through some of the nation's most recent tragic events. Being from St. Louis, you know, first we saw the Trayvon Martin unfortunate situation happen, and then the next big thing that hit the media was Ferguson, Missouri. There's some lag time oftentimes between majority cultures really understanding and feeling what minority culture deals with. And these types of events have raised the banner for those things. And I love to see the body of Christ striving and fighting because it's hard, it's uncomfortable, it's weird. It stirs up all kinds of emotions. It opens old wounds. And just to see, you know, my white brothers and sisters and to fight through that in St. Louis, it just, it meant a lot. And then on the flip side to see for the white community and amongst our believers, to see the black community forgiving and also asking for an audience to be able to explain the way that they felt. That was just major. It sparked something crazy in the city. So the backdrop against all the madness was God was doing something. I don't know if the media covered that particular thing, but the Lord did that. And that has to continue to happen because it's going to start with the body of Christ fighting for these things because God has put us in a world to, to restrain evil. And that's what has to happen. On June 26, 2015, the Supreme Court ruled making same-sex marriage a right nationwide. This did not change Flame's disposition on what a biblical marriage is and the importance of the Christian to communicate God's heart. The world and all those who lobby and, and fight for that particular agenda, they're doing it because the same thing that's in their heart is in, in my heart, is in all of our hearts which is a sinful nature. And at the end of the day, a sinful nature causes us to not be happy, causes us to not be satisfied with who we are, causes us to um, to strive for things that we lust for, causes us to have an expanded appetite for things that are normal, but because of this corruption in our hearts, we want more. And that's really what you're seeing with the Supreme Court decision is it's the internal part of the human being that's that's thirsty for things that God has said is off limits. So I sympathize with that. Listen, I get it. I understand. There are things that I want that God says that I cannot have. And sometimes that makes me mad and I want to act out. But I also understand that that peace, that joy, that hope can only come from relinquishing my pride, relinquishing my rebellion to the Lord Jesus. The case in Indiana with, uh, I think it's Governor Pence, some couple or some person wanted like some cupcakes made at a Christian facility and they didn't want to make them. And the, the, the couple or the person was a homosexual. And then it went it just went viral. And what ended up happening was 
everybody stood up. The I mean, it was like Walmart, Target, Apple, uh, Rihanna, all these celebrities, people threatening to remove their businesses from Indiana if they didn't reverse the decision. Man, this is deep. Like, there are so many people at the top who endorse this lifestyle so much so that they are willing to collaborate and remove their businesses from any place that wouldn't tolerate you know the religious liberty that has been granted to us by God and then written into our constitution as a nation so I think at the end of the day what we're seeing is there's an identity crisis I, I think about Jenner I think about uh, what's the young lady uh, Rachel with the NAACP I heard somebody refer to her case as like transracial and I think that identity crisis is being put on display in media um, because it's, it's just the propaganda that we're into today. And that's the power of the arts. That's why my plea is, as an artist, as a person with influence, the way art works is it creeps into your imagination in a way that the intellect cannot. And people tend to let ideas in their minds through the arts, through the imagination, Oftentimes, and they'll put up a wall to intellectualism. They say, I don't want to talk about this on the intellectual level. But if I see it in a television show, if I see it in a movie that I really like, it kind of gets massaged into my conscience. And I find myself not really being turned off by things that should turn me off because they turn God off. And that's what happens. So I think it's up to the Christian to be creative in, in communicating God's heart and bring it to bear his mercy, his patience, his kindness, his forgiveness, and his judgment, utilizing the arts and creativity to do so. As American culture is secularizing, we have an opportunity for this to become much easier for us. The church is being disestablished from the rest of the community. It's already happened in some parts of the country. It's happening now. The world is crazy. It's all a sign of the times. Times, times, times. They think we crazy. They say we're out of our minds. It's happening now everywhere. There's something we're facing. I'm hoping you know. You know. And we can escape it. It's everywhere. Every time, man, that I look over show. Oh, no. Some people are searching, they hurting, they're looking for purpose, but not in religion. Oh, no. They say it don't work, in particular Christians are using the church as a business. They say they're tired of the silence, they're turning to violence, some people just don't want to talk no more. The culture has shifted since Ferguson, Eric Garner in New York and in Baltimore. Look at Chicago with real music, youngins, they gunning and dying by the minute. Shout out the churches, the deep in the trenches, being the witness and making it. Switch for a minute, remember the case with Governor Pence in Indiana. I know. They challenge religious liberty, eventually putting our faith in the slim. So the LGBT community collectively said it was discrimination over the sexual orientation. We can't afford to ignore what we face. The world is crazy, it's all a sign of the times. times, times, times. They think we're crazy, they say like what you're hearing so far? Check us out at TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories with an S.com. Where you can hear content for you and about you. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony, Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. 
Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. You know my heart was broke. When I heard about the 21 Coptic Christians, while at the same time I was encouraged. I pray we can learn from our persecuted brothers and sisters across the globe. Lord, give us courage. What's up, y'all? This is the Kid Flame, Clearside Music on deck. Right now, you are listening to Testimony, a musician's story. Can't you see the persecution that's been happening around us? Around us. Jesus told us that it would happen, don't be surprised, huh? With tears in our eyes, even though they surround us. Around us. The kingdom of heaven is our God, he will crown us. Somalia and Libya might imprison and bomb us. Bomb us. We've been a victim of terrorism for telling Jesus is alive. To the 21 cops the Christians kneeling down on the cold beach. Soon as they blooded the sea, they were then present with God. Thus far, it is clear that Flame has a lot to say about the current state of the world. And no different than when Marvin Gaye addressed socially conscious themes with his 1971 album, What's Going On. Flame, too, wanted to create an album that parallels the world's present day, but from a Christian's standpoint. So he began to pin his eighth studio album forward. Everything synchronized in a way that I couldn't have even imagined. So I was working on this project before a lot of stuff hit the fan, and it was just from different things that I'm reading. I'm reading a book right now, and the book is titled Onward, Engaging the Culture Without Losing the Gospel. And the author, his name is Russell Moore. So his book, in my opinion, will be the leading resource on this topic. Everything that happened in my city in Ferguson and everything that progressed. And one thing I noticed was, I said, most of the things that I'm hearing coming out of the music culture don't really fit the times. Like the music is very happy and and turned up and is celebrating materialism. But I wanted to release something in our community, in, in, in the Christian community, that fit the times, the emotion that would fit the times. And then I had the opportunity to um, take a trip over to Italy and to Greece and this was right after the incident happened with the 21 Coptic Christians in Egypt. And I got a chance to talk to some Christians who were close to some of that persecution and um, even talk to one of the Egyptian Christians who was the who was a friend of one of the guys who had been beheaded in that situation. So I was just feeling a weight from being overseas in a different part of the world where these things are taken more seriously and, and to mingle with people that are being directly affected by the aggression taken out on a Christian, not only in America, but abroad. So that just starts to weigh on my heart. And I said, man, I have to write about this. I got to think, I got to articulate because we need God's help. And I want to be a tool used to bring those types of things to the forefront. We about to forfeit our first freedom. Run and get your constitution, kids. You are now look at the new lenses, new hinges, door swings and the future enters. Don't it feel like we've been here before? Other times on American soil I guess we're spoiled and pretend to ignore you Because we're loyal to sin and immoral Remember that? When we 
said, one nation under God, indivisible. Sweet land. Remember that? Sweet land. When we said, let freedom ring to every individual. Sweet land. Remember that? Sweet land. When we said, it wasn't late to express your religious liberty. Sweet land. Remember that? Sweet land. Then tell me why we quickly dismissing our own history. The introduction track is First Freedom, and it lays out the landscape of the album. In our constitution, our first freedom was the the people that framed the Constitution. All it was was them acknowledging this innate thing that God had put in all humanity, which is this, we have this religious capacity to to worship and to seek and pursue purpose and meaning in life. And the framers of the Constitution understood that because they came from a Christian paradigm. Not all of them were Christians, but at least they came from some type of Christian paradigm. And they said, let's protect this Let's maintain this so that we can avoid some of the the persecution, uh, the unnecessary persecution that came out of, you know, Great Britain. And then in this song, I'm saying that's now being threatened. Christians are now being forced and put under pressure to to compromise things that are in our conscious. And that's just not right to humanity. It's just not fair to the Constitution. But thank God that it's not as bad as it could be. Um, other nations don't even have religious liberty. So I'm still grateful for what we have. But I just want to warn the body of Christ that it's getting ugly, it's getting serious, and we have to prepare for what's to come. Yeah, boy. It's the truth right here, boy. Yeah, boy. The single Move Forward takes a look at the past and highlights how history oftentimes repeats itself. Yeah, boy. Man, talk that talk. Turn it, turn it. In order to move forward without deviating in the situation, we're looking at Jay Gresham Machin. Probably never heard of him. I know his name's strange. But what he contributed was a game changer. Christians were compromising with liberalism and the modernism. Man, it was embarrassing. But Machin was bold and he brought clarity and put his neck on the line and his popularity. I'm hoping you see There's a gentleman by the name of Jay Gresham Machin. And this gentleman... His life story fits almost to the T of what's going on in our world today. And he was a leader of the conservative Presbyterian movement. And he was also a, a, a renowned professor at Princeton. He was noticing that because of the Enlightenment period, where the Enlightenment period pretty much changed the world. It introduced modern medicine. It introduced modern science, electricity, I mean, and the list goes on. Because of that, it put the Christians in a panic. Like the Christians were like, man, we hold to all these supernatural things. Like when we get sick, we actually pray for God to heal us. But now we have modern medicine and we could just take that. And maybe we are, you know, taking the supernatural component of our faith too seriously. And they started to throw away some of the things, the fundamentals of the faith to fit in with the culture. And Jay Gresham Machen was was one of the guys on the front lines who said, you know what? I do agree that there are benefits to to modernity, modern times. We've we're benefiting from a lot of the the new discovery and and it makes our world easier and, and, and we can function at a at a higher rate. But we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater just because science has unpacked some things that we've never known up until this point. And it wasn't popular. It wasn't fun. He had a lot of haters. But he took that bold stand. And that song is making parallels between his day and our day. As we see, everything we just mentioned puts the pressure on a Christian. Now, the Christian is like, man, I want to 
maybe I should not talk about sin. Maybe because people are tired of Christians talking about sin and judgment and hell and all these things. And we're tired of Christians scaring us and making us feel weird about our sexuality and making us feel like, you know what I'm saying? We don't have the freedom, like euthanasia. We don't have the freedom to take our own lives. We don't have the freedom to, you know, be pro-life. Like, I'm tired of the Christians putting these restrictions on us. So the culture feels that way, and Christians know that. And nobody wants to be not liked. We all want to be liked. So the temptation is high for us to compromise. So the song is just calling us to hold fast, to stand firm, and to remember that, you know, though we may be viewed like that, it's up for us to love hard and to be consistent and kind and to be, you know what I mean, concerned about human flourishing. But at the end of the day, we have to speak the truth because that's the best way to love my neighbor. I can't love my neighbor if I lie to them about what biblical marriage is. That's not love. Testimony. Testimony. Where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Connect with Testimony and Musician Story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at TestimonyStories.com. Absolute Truth addresses the plethora of sub-religious sects that targets the inner-city community with their doctrine. A Catholic man holds his rosary, Islam holds the Quran, while dudes on the streets trying to hold on to time, while Buddhists look for peace, Hindus and Sikhs. The truth is absolute, that's why I hold a on to mine. Man holds his rosary. In my hood, in my city, and in the prison system, and in most urban settings, there's a contingent of theological minds that don't get talked about that often, nor do they get mentioned probably at all in some of our most prestigious Bible college and seminaries. And that is these groups of people called the Hebrew Israelites, the Moors, the five percenters, the black Jews, like all these religious sects that target the African American community in particular. And I've seen people leave Christianity because they've resonated with the cultural identity that these groups fight for. And they go extra hard. They stand outside churches with their bullhorns preaching their doctrines. We had a, a young man from my church who left Christianity and became a part of a movement called the Hebrew Israelites. So this song is addressing that. And it's, it's, you know, it's deep and it's weighty, but I'm trying to argue for the historic Jesus Christ and show that Christianity is not a, a ethnic supremacy for whites or blacks or anybody. It's about all nations, every tongue, every tribe being made one in Christ Jesus. And, and I'm trying to use history. I'm trying to use Bible and facts to argue and to pr- provide an, a, an apologetic 
for that particular topic. So I think it's going to really resonate, especially in the prisons, because a lot of dudes is locked down on the inside, man. They This all the stuff they talk about. Turn up. Trying to reach a little buddy for six feet under. Drop. Oh, they throw him in a pen, now they say he a number. No way. But you ain't just another number because you made in his image. Amen. And his grace still really your sins can be forgiven. Church. Trying to reach baby girl because she feel incomplete. Reach baby girl because she feel incomplete. Tell her she ain't got to get love in the streets. I want to reach my city because that hood life ain't always pretty. But I would like saying thank you to all. They get involved, God, in all our city. There's so much more that could be said. Like I, I said so much in this album because I want people to, to pause and to think. And I want the discussion to open back up. I want people to listen to this album, maybe even in a group setting. Like just sit around with your friends, listen to a, a couple of, you know, bars, press pause, talk about it. Listen to it all the way through even, take notes, you know what I mean? Like, let's talk, let's think, because this isn't just about music. This is about how our generation of believers has to be thinking and has to be functioning in this American culture. So that's really what I want this album to be, more of a resource than just a bed of music. And I hope and I pray that it stands the test of time that even for years to come, people refer back to this album for insight, for courage, um, and as the soundtrack to the life of the believer. I want to reach the lost, engage culture and preach the cross. But I would like her in Jesus' name in the forefront, not an afterthought. Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician story. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Positive music.